Welcome to the Mother of All Movement podcast with me, Catherine Meadows. I'm a Pilates teacher specializing in postnatal recovery and a mum to two kids myself. The aim of this podcast is to inspire and educate through chats with women who are either working through their own movement journey or work to help women get stronger and recover both physically and mentally after having kids. I want to talk about what they do, how they integrate it into their family lives and essentially why. Because I believe when we share our stories and our values, we lift each other up, enabling every mother to fulfill her body's potential, gain confidence in her power and give our families the best version of us to share their lives with. So join me each week to hear these wonderful women talk about their journey. One last thing from me before we dive into this week's chat. I wanted to mention that as a postnatal corrective exercise specialist, I work with women in person in my studio and remotely online, helping them to build the right foundations to be able to move safely and to effectively move on to whatever movement or exercise practice they want. My mission is to get women like you moving, keep you moving and enjoying every step. If you'd like to find out more, get in touch on Instagram or on my website, which is lovemovementsussex.com. I look forward to supporting you in taking the first step to everyday strength. Welcome to this week's podcast, everyone. And today I'm really pleased to have finally nailed down Sally McGee to talk to her um, about surfing and being part of this series of women in the water. Um, Sally is a surf instructor from Northumberland and I've been following her for a little while, badgering her about trying to get into an improvers, uh, one of her improvers surf camps and finding out things, but I'm trying, still trying to get my head around the uh, long distance between Brighton and Northumberland and it seems <laughs> the, tra- the travel distance is just a bit too far, but I've managed to, ne- uh, to um, find Sally at in Devon. Uh, just about to start a uh, one of her amazing surf camps. So thanks so much for taking the time out in your preparation to chat to us today. Oh no, absolutely fine. Thank you. Thank you for being so persistent and getting me, <laughs> pinning me down and getting in touch. So yeah, I appreciate really it. Was. Thank you. Um, okay, so Sally, um, tell us a little bit more about what you do, like family life, um, where you are, and um, yeah, how you got into working the way you do as well. Okay, uh, where to begin then? So family life and where I live. So I live up in on the northeast coast in a village called Tynemouth. Um, I have a son, Billy, who's just gone 17 months, and uh, my husband, who's a freelance photographer. Um, we started yonder last year. I say we because it's very much a, a family affair and kind of triggered by having my son, mm. my son Billy. Um Prior to that, I was working in a school as a, a learning mentor, and um, then I was part time as a surf instructor. Uh, so that's something like I, I did on weekends and when I was in the school holidays, or you know, I worked three days in a school and two days I could I could surf instruct. Um, so yeah, no, everything was everything was great. And then obviously when I had Billy, I realised I needed to figure out 
how to, well, I had to go into full-time, um, what's the word? What am I looking for? I had to be a full-time mum, basically, yeah. because I, I couldn't afford to work in a school. I couldn't kind of just, I couldn't understand how it would work. I think I would earn like five pounds a <laughs> yeah. month or something. And it was like, well, why am I paying someone else to look after yeah. my son when I'm probably not going to earn any money anyway, working in a school? It didn't make sense. So I was like, right, how am I going to do this? And so to be honest, doing something like Yonder, which is running a, a women's surf school, a very small scale women's surf school and very kind of focused on teaching women to become independent surfers not just that kind of one lesson surf school um i'd wanted to do that for probably i remember talking to tom about it my husband in like 2012 saying this is something like we could really see like doing and, and making like a good go of it and it being you know good fun and, and working um so this having billy kicked me up the bum a little bit to, mm. to sort that out and um yeah, we'd done like a year before, we'd done a big trip. We'd travelled from like this, from Chile up to North America on no. bikes with our surfboards. Yeah, travelling. So that had like made us quit our jobs and realise we could quit our jobs and figure something else out, like a different life. Um, Tom was a full-time teacher and slowly losing the plot in a secondary school and uh, mm. wanted to, he was a photography teacher, wanted to pursue it himself. Um, I was like, do that full time. So yeah, we realised we could. And then, um, yeah, having Billy made me really, really focus on on how I would do that. And so yeah, we kind of just went for it and tried to think of our own, own model. I, the more I think about it, the more I think it is quite a unique a unique model of, of how we run the school. And it is just based on um, fitting it around how we live and also doing a surf school the way we'd want to see one be run, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that really strikes me about anything that I see that you talk about. And I was just looking at some of your your sort of recent posts on Instagram and the past things that you were talking about. Like the one you were talking about from today, where you've got a lovely picture of your van, you're in the campsite. And, and basically what you're saying is, this is what happens when you go on a surf trip. You come back to the campsite, yeah. you, you chill out, you sort of have a think about what you've been doing, you eat a load, drink some coffee, and then you yeah. look at the surf forecast, right, is it going to be good for later? Is, it going, is that going to be like dark or sunset or yeah. where's the best? And, and you sort yeah. of really get people, get the girls involved in understanding what it really feels like to be surfing to be a real surfer on a real surfer yeah. rather than a tourist surfer which yeah. is what a lot of people do they sort of turn up do a one one one-off lesson and then yeah. you just hire a foam board mess around in the white water and get yeah. no better and yeah. um, don't you, you clearly what you want to do is get across your love of the surf trip, the surf lifestyle, yeah. rather than just the getting some money in for some people who fancy a bit of yeah. a splashback in the water. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's. I guess we're we're going on a surf trip, and we want you to come with us. Basically, mm. see see how it is. Like when you're on a surf trip, and if you become like absolutely hooked, like the girls that are coming on this session, I feel like they they have reached that stage now. It's an improver session. Of you know, the few of them have been coming to us for a while now, and we've been on the foamies. They've got their own boards now. Yeah. Um, and they're coming down for their first ever proper proper trip, and then. Um, you kind of your whole everything becomes about surfing and everything you want to do is just based around surfing and if that's the case like when you come to a camp it's like there's nothing I mean you want hearty food you want to fill yourself up you want to keep yourselves warm like I've just sent them all a message now saying like 
um, yeah, bring hot water bottles, <laughs> bring like a, a, a hat, <laughs> and make sure you're lifted off yes. the ground. You know, we're camping. You know, um, yeah, just the various things um, to make sure that they're ready for for what you know British British surfing in, in May. You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I do. I just want them to. I want them to go out and feel. I ask them all like, what what are your kind of concerns or what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses. I know quite a few of them anyway because they've been coming to lessons, so I can kind of gauge that. But a few I haven't met before, um, and you know, it's it's the we need more confidence getting out back. I want to yeah. feel like um, I understand surf etiquette a bit more. I think that's really important to be explaining that to people as well, um, or to girls. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just a little bit of a different one. It's I've, I think I I think the reason why. I do. I've done what we've done. What we've done, and the way we've done it is, I spent many years surfing, like the past twelve, thirteen years surfing on the east coast, and I haven't really come across many other girls. There are, there are definitely other girls, and and you know I speak to them, um, but I haven't really surfed with many others. You know, when I've been surfing, kind of off the beaches and at the other spots, um, and I just started to really question why. And when I was instructing, I'd get the odd girl come in and then they'd say oh can you teach us again and I couldn't guarantee that I would because I was working for other schools and I didn't know how it would work and whether I'd be the instructor the next time or whether mm. I'd even get any work and that was another reason why you know I had to set, I decided to do something myself but yeah I just kind of wanted to I was kind of seeing you see it with lads as well it's not just girls they have that first lesson and then they see the people on the shortboards and why would they know anything other than all right I better just get that shortboard or that secondhand board that's like you know it's great getting second hand boards that we're wrong, but maybe it's not the right the right board to yeah. get and you just put off forever because yes. you've got the wrong equipment and you're just kind of getting flailed around in the water and you don't see yourself getting any better and quite a few of the girls uh, totally understand this, that their partners are surfers and maybe they've reached a level before you know they've taken the girlfriends out it does tend to be this way I would yes. love the yeah, day when I see the girl who's like I'm taking my boyfriend out and I know <laughs> that must happen I just haven't come across it yet but I'm right. sure it will it does but um yeah and and so many have said and oh, I got taken out on this day and I, they just went off and I got left and oh I nearly drowned and <laughs> you know and I thought oh I really want to do this but it's not really working out for us doing it together so you know teaming up with other girls or coming to our sessions on a regular basis and getting more confident is the way forward I guess yeah yeah definitely and I, I, I totally agree about that thing about not wanting to get out back um or yeah. feeling not so confident like you look at it and you think I know that's where I need to go but oh yeah. my God, from here those waves look massive and I know that yeah. maybe they're not when you're actually standing up on the board and I'll be right and I need to I know I need to get there in order to be able to try it yeah. to be able to work it out but um definitely when I was younger and um, oh, like pre-kids yeah. getting out back was <laughs> was all right but now yeah I'm like oh god I've got kids to think about I can't like yeah. drown in the middle of or to go and, yeah. go and do something that's dangerous but um uh yeah it's uh and, it, and it's also quite um it's that kind of because there are a lot more men who surf and they tend to be better or, or more ballsy so they're out yeah then it's a much more intimidating environment so yeah often what the only girls that you see out the back are really good so yeah then you're like okay well she's awesome and I'm not uh, and so then yeah how do I, I, I I'm just gonna stay at the front and mess around in the whitewash like there's no yeah. it, it's really hard to broach that that get that difference but that's what yeah. you're really trying to get with girls to understand right yeah 
yeah definitely and make them help them feel more confident slowly you know slowly slowly kind of does it um to get out there which is what we all kind of went through and you know what our lads went through as well maybe like I agree with you though they just seem to be not not always but they do appear to be more ballsy and it might seem a bit more intimidating but often the lads you know would be absolutely lovely once once you got out there but you mm. do want to feel like you know what you're doing once you're out there as well mm. it's like oh well, am I just stuck here how do, how do I get back in now that would be yeah. terrifying <laughs> even if you get out yeah it's exactly. so, yeah like I think yeah, go on. Well, no, I think as well from my part, like I, I really have small, um, small group sizes. So like I'm only taking six girls with me, um, even though like I can, I can do more as an instructor. I, I choose not to. And um, I'd, I'll like, I'm talking to Tom about it this week, and I'm like saying, well, I'm going to take three girls at a time out back because you know I want to be able to make sure I can, I can look after them all. I don't want to just say, right, all six of you, come on, let's go for it. You know, that's yeah. not realistic either. So you know, I'll, I'll do a lot of that, like talking around, making sure I, I take them out, even one by one. You know, yeah. So yeah. it is a really nice personalised kind of a bit more of an intimate experience as well so and that's good for me like I wouldn't want to do it any other way for myself either I'm not you know brave enough to say right come on 20 of you let's go out back (laughs) (laughs) no way I can't be responsible for that but um yeah really nice little group of us it'll be it'll be wonderful I'm excited about it and 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 how did you get into surfing then what was your sort of route in surfing and then being able to like get that difference between the sort of being in the front and being being able to get out back and being able to take that confidence yeah uh, I, I wonder because I, I do get asked this a bit and so I have to kind of think about because it's a few years now but like at the end of the day I'm from Bradford so that's that's an interesting one perhaps for anybody like <laughs> I'm not from I didn't grow up on the coast um I guess I grew up with two brothers and again this is just my story it's not like this is like any reason particularly why anyone else would be a certain way but this is my story I guess yeah I grew up with two brothers and my dad was like a a PE teacher and I I never questioned jumping off rope swings or I, I my time wasn't in the sea mine was in the the river wharf in the Yorkshire Dales I would spend every weekend swimming in that river you know November snow coming down we'd be jumping in the river it was like wow. the most fun ever so I was always in the water and and for and I remember being around about 12 just thinking like I want to surf <laughs> do you know what I reckon it's as probably as simple as home and away to be perfectly honest like you grow up <laughs> our generation amazing. watching like yes. home and away and stuff and I was like yeah that looks amazing these people are walking around in bare feet like that's all I want to do I don't want to ever be inside I just want to be outside all the time so it was it was how how can I do that and you know I, I was like started to realize I could surf on our coastline so I was in Scarborough a lot and we don't have it very consistent we've got this small little channel and mm. um, that lets the swell swell through but it's great you know you, you can have a lot of fun and so I would I'd end up going to Scarborough and then I met Tom and we'd go together and I think that's a major reason as to why I've managed to be well I think I'm com- I think I'm confident in the water anyway I've, I've never like it's never been yeah I, I didn't ever I mean you should have a fear to some extent obviously and I've yeah. had my hold downs and I've thought oh my god and I've like gone the wrong way rather than up you know I've done all that and I've been uh, worried but as a general rule like I'm pretty confident in the water and then meeting Tom we'd just go and we'd egg each other on we'd push each other we'd support each other and we did it together so I think having a surf partner whether it's you know your life partner or your boyfriend you go whoever it is um, or whether it's a friend I think that massively helps because um, it can be quite a a lonesome spot in a good way and you know you do these things for yourself you're not 
doing it for anybody else mm. um, or needing to do it for anybody else. But it's very helpful to have someone to kind of be there to encourage you or to like, you know, share a wave with or have a whoop with, you know, and yeah. just enjoy yourself with. I think that's that's kind of key um, rather than just thinking, God, because every time you go in the water, you're getting better, but you probably feel like you're getting worse. Not every time. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, that was amazing. I am amazing. And then the next <laughs> week you're like, what's happened? Like, I can't do anything. But it's that's the surf, you know, as well. It's different every time. It's not like you go to a skate park and it looks the same and it is, behaves the same. It's, you know, and that's what I love about it as well. But back onto it because I have a tendency to trail off. That's back nice. onto how I managed to do that, I think it's like – character growing up possibly you know I was the only girl in the rugby team the only girl in the football team I've always just done whatever my brothers did I just went for it and I think often girls sadly are not really not not maybe things are changing I hope things are changing but maybe not encouraged to to be like that and often I did feel a little bit of a a bit a bit of a misfit you know I didn't care for like certain things that other girls cared for and I just didn't um and so I was always out getting grazed knees and looking a mess and yeah I don't know so I always went for stuff in that sense and then my having a partner Tom who is ridiculously supportive he's also incredibly annoying don't like paying this big picture of Tom exactly you know it's not a, uh, yeah you know what I'm getting at I'm not joking but um yeah he's really supportive and he, he he pushes me and encourages me and tells me I should get out and do what I want to do and um, especially now with Billy, like I'll look after Billy while you get in, Sal, kind of thing. So, yeah, it's good. You need someone to support you, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can I completely understand. And like you said, you know, whether or not it's a friend or 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 just anybody else, boyfriends, whatever it is, in yeah. knowing that somebody's got your back, so yeah. that if you kind of go, you know, these waves look awesome, and yeah. they're maybe slightly bigger or slightly heavier than. Um, than I, I'm used to, but I want to kind of yeah. challenge myself to, to know that you've got at least somebody who Watching knows where you are yeah. <laughs> in the water exactly. so that you can be like, okay, if, if I do get held down, at least I kind of know which direction I went in so they're yeah. knowing to expect yeah. me. Um, so that does make a massive difference. And and then um, having, t- having Tom's support and the fact that he's a photographer. So you and Tom obviously uh, do the surf camps together. You're obviously instructing, yeah. but Tom being a photographer, yeah. he takes a really important role as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So he takes an important role. I think quite a unique one when I've seen other stuff happening that he, he's he's taking pictures of the girls. Um, not always, not constantly, because I know like people don't particularly want pictures taken of them all the time. And sometimes when I can see someone's having a hard time, I'm like, Tom, yeah but I mean we didn't really start even though Tom's been a photographer for as long as I've known him um we didn't we hadn't always taken pictures of each other we always surfed together the only reason we started to do things like that with each other to help each other out is when you know we needed to look after stuff on the when we were traveling around and we needed to like look after camera gear or look after the tent while with the other person surfed because we were surfing in kind of Potentially sketchy places, places. yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, well, let's look, look look back at what we've got, and we're like, whoa, what are you doing there? Why is mm. your foot going? That's why you went down there. And so, but anyway, the photography is an incredibly important way to kind of analyze what you're doing, um, and you don't want to spend the whole time doing that because sometimes you're on a wave and you're like, that wave was incredible, and then you look at the picture and you're like, um, 
<laughs> no, it wasn't that good, actually, <laughs> what was happening. Or like, yeah, it was tiny or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. sometimes actually you don't want you don't want a picture and you don't want to see and you should just enjoy enjoy that feeling and what you experienced rather than looking back. But that all said, it's absolutely invaluable for the, on these camps. It's incredible for the girls and the progression you make from looking and seeing what you're doing is incredible, really, because the amount of times when you say said to someone they stood up and I said did you feel that what did you do and they're like I felt it but I don't know what I did yeah <laughs> I oh, how yeah definitely it all happens quite so quickly. quick yeah yeah all happened so quick you can't remember a thing and then looking back and we all look back together and it's super um encouraging and supportive you know and I was laughing at each other we laugh with each other you know about certain things but yeah it's just a nice session at the end of end of the Saturday or end of the day where we look back and go right okay let's see what we're all up to and help each other out and see what we can do for the next day yeah yeah, it's great it's great and from my business and a business point of view Tom being at a tech (laughs) deal on photography someone said to me I didn't realize he was your husband I thought you just had a huge marketing budget no No, he just looks after Billy he's strapped to him and he's taking pictures for us at the same time so I'm incredibly lucky yeah um, and has Billy started walking yet? So is he? He has, out? yeah. God, yeah. He says, "Go, go, go!" And then Otto when he falls quite oh. regularly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, he's running, riding bikes, doing all sorts. Oh, very good. Um, and so how, uh, like, how was getting back into surfing after you'd had Billy? And, and like, I don't even know if it's possible to surf while you're pregnant, is it? Like, surely after yeah. fairly soon, it's not possible to lie down. But um, yeah, uh, yeah how, how was the sort of being pregnant and surfing on, uh, you know, afterwards? How was that for you? Um, so I've been surfing and pregnant. So I was... Probably, I just found a picture of myself the other day, actually. Um, I reckon up to about seven months, I was maybe towards eight, I was going in the sea. Yeah. Um, I had Billy in December, so I stopped going in the sea, like, n- November time, because it was obviously getting quite cold up in the northeast. Yeah. Um, but I stopped. I had a funny one, because I, I used to be in the lifeboat, and I snapped my arm in half, my humerus. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I was pregnant with Billy, and I didn't realise it was like the very early stages of pregnancy. So during my first three months, when you're supposed to supposed to not tell anybody all that kind of stuff, and you're not, you you know, it's really kind of an important time. Um, I was um, have, my arm was like broken and getting it had bolts and pins and it was getting fixed so um awesome. yeah so I, that going in the sea it was awful it was like one of the worst things that has ever happened so wait tell us hard, how but, did that happen so I was out on the lifeboat and we were doing a um it was only an exercise actually we'd gone in out in quite big seas and we'd gone basically flying over a wave on one of the the ribs like this little d-class rib that we, we were on and I was on the front and two of us got thrown into the air and kind of crash landed on each other and my arm just snapped oh wow yeah, it was pretty horrific yeah it was wow, pretty awful. That's awful I got told I would never I could potentially never use my hand again in the use of my hand because of the nerves that was yeah. wrapped around the bone yeah, it was awful so yeah and then I found out I was pregnant so but if and it, essentially that stopped me from pining after going in the sea because I, I you know I used to always worry about not being able to surf for like a week you know let alone a long period of time during pregnancy um so yeah it kind of made me kind of think a lot and what's important and all that a lot but anyway yeah, I had I was pregnant with Billy as well um so three months I had off um desperately trying to like build up the strength in my arm yeah 
and then obviously look after myself as well. And then I probably after four months I got back into surfing again, but I was having to take it really easy anyway. So yeah, I wasn't. I don't know what I would have been like. I think I probably would have stopped surfing. You know, right? Yeah. Before. I don't know whether right or wrong. Like I think people can should do whatever they want to do oh, yeah. with regards to their own body, but it stopped me and. I don't know, maybe the way I am, maybe that would have been a good thing for me. Well, for and a few also, months. <laughs> like, each pregnancy is different as well. So if you exactly, do yeah. choose to get pregnant again, uh, like, you could feel yeah, completely could different. Yeah. different. Like, you could feel amazing and, like, no problem yeah. carrying on surfing. Or you could feel awful and, like, not want don't to go want anywhere to, yeah. near getting cold or lying down or yeah. doing all of that stuff. So, you know, everyone's different. You just happen to have that experience in in that pregnancy and and so then um like did you manage to get back surfing a little bit yeah so I did I I would go out um and I would need I would kneeboard because I would do it for on my longboard I'd do it for Ah. strength to build strength in my arm so Mm. I would I would knee paddle sorry I would knee not kneeboard knee paddle a lot and I'd go out you know on flat days and I'd go out into the sea and I'd go swimming and I was always in the sea even like probably after like three or four months of my, you know, after my arm. Mm. And and then I reckon I probably, I surfed a few times on my seven foot and um, and it was fine. It was all good, but I was taking it really easy. And then I had one day where I went flying off the board, the front and the board came and hit me. And oh. I just thought, I don't think there's any point in doing this, actually. No. I think I'm, I think I'm okay to have a bit of time off for me because we don't have these, you know, on the beaches, we don't have these perfectly clean lined up waves all the time we just get in whenever you know and the reefs tend to only work when it's big so I'm not going to go out on big waves and I'm not going to have I haven't got these nice little peelers that you see in California you know these women with the beautiful bumps and like nicely walking on the board and everything's kind of like not quite like that (laughs) but I better I better maybe stop for for a bit of time and so that was quite it's quite hard actually I think that was one of the I think stopping for that amount of time and then yeah, it was quite hard actually. Hard not to be in the water, but you kind of feel like you've got this lovely thing growing inside you, and you're gonna look after that, and you've got another another reason for it, you know. It's, yeah. So it's fine. It's, it's right. not. It's not like you're off the board because you're ill or like yeah. You know, you, yeah. You've got an injury that just seems like a really sort of small injury, and you're just getting frustrated yeah. by the fact that you can't do it. Like a shoulder yeah. thing that often stops surfers because yeah. they, they get some sort of shoulder impingement, and then. They everything else on them wants to be able to surf, but they just like the minute they paddle, it all just goes horribly wrong. But um, yeah, that'd be awful. That I can, I can, yeah, yeah. Be awful. So having some sort of like higher thing going on yeah. was was a little bit easier for you. And then what yes. about after once you had Billy? What happened? <laughs> I don't know how much, de- how much detail this podcast is. Oh, interesting go for going it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, is, it was a women's podcast. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I sometimes think I'm quite ridiculous. <laughs> but um I do remember saying to a good friend of mine who was like I'd call him my surfing mentor he's down in Scarborough he's called Steve and I remember saying yeah I don't think I'll ever have children because I don't think I can take like nine months out of surfing I don't think that will happen for me no 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 and then so anyway obviously I did and then um I <laughs> I remember being told that if I had Oh, I don't know if I should go into this detail. Why do I do this? If I had to have, you know, if you have a cesarean, obviously, then yeah. you're, you're off. And, you know, if you yeah. have to have a cesarean, you have to have a cesarean. Absolutely all for it. Um, but I, I wasn't, I was set to have like a natural birth, whatever, not yeah. a cesarean. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah, there you go. 
I was set to have that and everything was all right. And <laughs> and I was anyway, I was giving birth to Billy and I remember the woman say, so I had also heard that if you had to get snipped, <laughs> sorry, is this going into too much detail? No. <laughs> that, <laughs> that you'd, um, you, I'd have like six weeks off surf or not surf, sorry, that was the way I thought about it. Yeah, right. Six weeks off <laughs> or more, okay. a few months or something. And I was just like, no, 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 I need to, like, I need to surf. Like, it ha- like it's the sea, it's winter, like I've got to get back in the sea. <laughs> And that's my sanity you know I I'll need it. to I need to so I remember saying to the the midwife um, I said don't cut don't snip I can do this <laughs> she's like, gonna give you a little bit all of I said so I just need to serve Tom come on <laughs> like, I can give you Tom a little bit like, longer um, you're one having more a baby. <laughs> one more push <laughs> anyway whatever so I ended up having to be snipped but um I don't know two weeks after I was back in the water December I remember being in Morrison's car park getting changed straight back in and I've said it before I was diabolical I cried I was horrific at surfing I had no strength and I was like what am I doing but again encouraging lovely husband who was just like Sal you were amazing I can't believe you went for those waves you know they weren't but he was just being encouraging um and you're going to be back on it in no time so there you go well, <laughs> it's I, just like surfing my sanity you know uh, it's, it helps I, I, yeah so I can completely see that and do you know what anybody can translate the word surfing <laughs> into walking yep. seeing friends um running um you know yes. going for a mountain bike um whatever right we're like we all have yeah. that thing of since the baby's out I'm gonna be all right right I'm going to be okay yeah. like you're clinging on yeah. to this kind of slight normality and it's yes. obviously everything changes <laughs> and then yeah. you kind of you try and do it once and you think it's okay I am still the same person my yeah. body has significantly changed, but you know, I'm yes. still there. I can still get in the water, and yeah, okay, it was rubbish, but <laughs> I think you just right. have to accept that, don't you? But it just takes you to realize it yourself, right? yeah. But surfing also is so, um, it's so all encompassing, it's so everything, yeah. it's so physical, so mindful, um, qu- quite emotional. Like you're with the yeah. water, you've got to read things, you've got to use your brain. Like two weeks after giving birth and everything that that involves and the sort of apart from the sleeplessness but the sort of fact that you your life is now totally and utterly changed and you've got something else that you need to look after and think about all the time and all the rest and then and then you're trying to go out surfing which is very full on you that's a massive ask but you obviously just needed to prove to yourself that it was possible to get away yeah. to get in the water and to lie down on your board and actually I just wanted to do it it was mm. as simple as that. I just wanted to be in the sea I just yeah. wanted to do it yeah so yeah and it was fine really it was it was all it was fine I think what I think what I really my little boy coming now and crying I think he needs a cuddle oh. um I think what this is where you stop realizing what your brain's telling you because yeah. there's a little boy crying at you and I don't know what I'm talking about anymore yeah one second go on um no, I'll tell you what it was actually where I was going with that. I think for me, after having Billy, the thing that I struggle with the most and I never realised was the sleep deprivation. Never realised, like, I've never experienced anything like it. So that mm. affects you when you're in the water as well. Mm. Billy, do you want to cuddle? Come here, darling. Yeah, no, I was just saying that was, I think that was probably the hardest thing. Um, but surfing was good for that because it kind of makes you feel, to an extent, you know, refreshed and all that. But yeah, sleep, sleep deprivation, that definitely kicked in. Me and myself and Tom decided that we were going to go um, 
abroad to like we went to Bali and to New Zealand to Morocco we booked these trips at a point probably seven months after having Billy where I'd starting to feel um like I'd was kind of stopping being who I who I was mm. a bit more and mm. um, I wasn't able to do the things and I think you I think I don't know someone told me off for saying should too much the other day I think I should probably just ignore that but um I perhaps should have <laughs> just kind of embraced it and just you know slept more with Billy and slept done you know done just try to relax more but um I like to be out and I like to do the way things I used to do things so I kept trying you guess but yeah seven months in I just said we need to we need to go away Tom we need to have that feeling of um being outside and surfing being kind of a part of everything we're doing and bringing Billy along with us you know I, I really needed that so we booked a, a big kind of winter trip to make sure we could do that that helped as well yeah and but I think what you're saying that that feeling of um you know not being you so much because everything's changed and the sleep deprivation has really sucked it out of you and then the things the, the freedom that you had like particularly with something like surfing when you it's not a regular thing that you can do at exactly the same at the same time every single day because the waves aren't there the tide's not right the yeah. uh, conditions aren't there like normally you have the freedom to be able to just go at any time that the conditions yeah. are how you want them to be as long as it's yeah. light pretty much um yes and with a baby you can't do that you just don't have that sort of flexibility so um yes no. a huge adjustment and no matter how many times people tell you the actual reality of it is totally different isn't it it's, yes um, oh yeah you know oh yeah yeah the sleep deprivation yeah I'm all right you know I can go a couple yeah. of days with a bit less sleep but that's yeah. not how it is it's like yeah 18 months no, later and you're still having less sleep and you're thinking uh, like this isn't quite yeah. what I thought it was going to be no Hi Movement fans, sorry to interrupt your listening today. I hope you're enjoying the episode. If you are, I'd love it if you would leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast platform you are listening on right now. If you're on your mobile and on the Apple Podcasts app, click on the icon with this podcast image, scroll right to the bottom where you see the ratings and reviews section, tap the number of stars you want to give my suggestion would be five and then click the write a review link at the bottom it literally takes one minute and makes a huge difference in how itunes shows this podcast to others who are searching amongst all the thousands of other brilliant shows there are out there thank you so much for choosing this podcast and taking the time to review it really does mean the world to me Okay, begging over, let's get on with the chat. Did uh did your trip like help you? How did that how did that help sort of settle things in in like what you wanted to get like how you felt about yourself and how you felt about being a mum now? Yeah. Yeah, um yeah, it did because I think it wasn't I wouldn't even just say it was it, I wouldn't even just say it was because of having Billy. I think um, 
anyone can relate to this as well we're still working so Tom is a photographer but he you know he's going out to work he's often like abroad working as well so mm. I don't have family around us as well where we live we've got a very supportive family but they don't live close to where we live mm. so I wouldn't have any childcare other than what I'm doing and I'm trying to do a business as well so any childcare is so purely so I can work mm. so then there's that kind of like well what you know whatever job you're doing you want to do your own your own thing as well the thing that kind of keeps you being who you are mm. whether you're a full-time mum I feel like I'm a full-time mum and, and I work full-time as well it's, and I'm sure quite a lot of people feel like that mm. and, are, and are doing that um so yeah and I think um I have quite a few mums come to me and say uh, it helps having the lessons with you because it's something that I can put in the diary or I can say to my family like I'm going out to do this I'm going to have a lesson rather than oh, I'm just going for a surf there yeah. seems to be like this and and there's a thing that I'm realizing as a as a relatively still new mum the whole guilt thing for asking for help so when it's for you <laughs> I think a lot of people feel like that when it's something that you want to do you just don't tend to it's like well I need to work or I need to tidy the house can I have some help that seems okay and I'm sure people are fine to help when it is for you but you don't feel like you want to ask yeah so going away going away and like both of us taking some time out or like the joy of it is Tom can work when we're away as well Mm. it's just it was all encompassing like the whole thing you know the whole thing of why we love surfing and love traveling and love like visiting other cultures and I kind of yeah and uh, I don't know what the word immersing ourselves in yeah. that kind of life yeah yeah so yeah it was just it was fantastic just brilliant and it made me think right well we can we can do this we can yeah. do this family and you found um, that that being able to do pr- like something that was really similar to something that you would have been able to do before like a surf trip a long time abroad yeah. and but with Billy as well was yeah was okay Possible. like you managed to make it work and you didn't yeah. feel like you needed to adjust things too much or or how was it how was that yeah yeah it, it, I mean it is different it's definitely different um there's the positives of, of that as well but it's obviously like we don't surf together um now because obviously yeah. one of us is always looking after after Billy um but that's that's okay because we're still there to support each other so that's nice um and I think we're probably still, you know, like you get up really early or you'd surf till like really late. That possibly didn't happen as much then, but I think, you know, we're working that out and I think having a van really helps with doing that as well because obviously baby can go to sleep, you know, while if you're able to park somewhere close, close to the surf. Yeah. So that that helps. But um, yeah, it is just different and I think it's just finding, finding your way around that but um, we did a recent trip to Morocco and that kind of was slightly older and the people were just brilliant with him. And yeah, it, that kind of seemed to, it seemed to work. It worked quite well for us, to be honest. I think it's just getting Billy to be, he has to be quite, I don't know, he has to be quite flexible. We're just quite flexible with Billy, if that makes sense. We don't, so we have like lovely routines for him. Yeah. Um, His routine stays the feel. same, but he has... Like he he's flexible about where he is and the food, yeah. like different things like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and maybe time's not a routine for us. It doesn't wouldn't seem to work very well for us. Obviously, we're reasonable with time and and bedtime and things like that. And but it's very 
he's got his things that he can associate with comfort and consistency and you know obviously other than us being there which is fantastic so mm. I think that's one of the main benefits of going away you know you're together mm. and you're able to spend quality time together but yeah he has that but time is not necessarily a, a thing that we have as routine which I do I think that's a good thing for many people because it means that you get your time as well if they have their time you know <laughs> but we that's that's not how it works for us really well, I, and and I think, you know I mean? yeah, totally. And I think um, for you, oh, the most important thing is that that sort of with with most children, you you sort of bring them up the way that you is going to work for you as a family, right? Yeah. If, if like you being totally rigid about every the time that they wake up, the time that they go to bed, the time that they have a nap, and where they have a nap, uh, yeah. it's not going to work for you. So not for me. Then, it could work for other go, people because yeah, that's how exactly, they work, but exactly. not for me. No. Everybody needs to have the the sort of be setting up the sort of family life and the things that are going to work best for you as a family. And like the whole point is, nobody should be judging each other for. Oh, uh, oh God, you're no. not having a two p.m. nap every day or or any of that stuff. It's like. Look, you know, this works for us and that's the most important yeah. thing is that we're all happy because when you're happy, you can yes. help work around around the baby. Yeah. Um, not the baby I think in the early days, I was desperate for him to get to sleep around a certain time because I was desperate to go to sleep too. And it was like we went to sleep at the same time, you know. So I was a bit more like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. I was a bit more um, maybe strict. But now, yeah, we've... Uh, we've just you know we just loosen change things around and it just kind of kind of works for us at the minute anyway I'm sure things will change you know well <laughs> and I and I think you know think? from my point of knowing that only you know, my kids are six and eight and when they get to school age then everything yeah comes like from from my point of view from having a consistent working schedule because I work at yeah. home it's great but for you, for somebody like you who has a sort of maybe a more flexible life, and you want to, and and sort of trips are part of your sort of yearly uh, plan. That, yeah, that doesn't maybe make it. A we bit need, more yeah. But that's your next phase. You know, you just work exactly, out how you yeah. can make it work for you as you go along. Yeah. Yeah, and be, I think accepting that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. and learning, and learning, learning, learning as we go. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and so you mentioned that you have a few mums that that you've um, taught in lessons, or have you had them to your camps yet? Because I, I know the camps I are know. relatively new, aren't they? I know. I need to um, need to do this. It was yourself I was talking to yeah. about, it, wasn't it? Yeah. I need to do it. I think. Oh, I've kind of, I kind of beat myself up quite a bit because I have all these ideas and these things that I really want to do. And I think sometimes I just have to realise, okay, relatively, you know, new, you've only been doing this for less than a year mm. as your own. Um, you will get there. You will do it and you'll do it properly because I, th- I have, feel like I have to do If I'm going to do something, I really want to do it well and I want to do it properly. Yeah. Sometimes you maybe just need to just go for it. I get encouraged to just, just do it. It'll be fine. It'll yeah. work out because you have to overthink stuff and... But um, yeah, I I absolutely want to run a family camp. I also want to do like a partner's one because, like I said, it's been really important to me having Tom be part of what I've said. Well, we've done it together, you know, and having yeah. him there. Yeah. I really want to do um, a session, well, a session or a camp where I do have like partners together. Yeah, you know, coming not just not just um, all girls, you know, invite partners along, pet families. I'd love to like have the kids <laughs> surfing. I've even like I'm, I'm in talks with. Um, 
a circle down in Scarborough that I know would link with us as possible circles up where we are that would link as well so the kids could do that while I work with you know the parents or the mums yeah so there's there's all sorts of plans I'm desperate to work with like 15 16 year old girls oh, like that's my, another yeah. plan like I really want to do that that's yeah. an absolute passion but it's just you can't I've got to accept I've got to accept like what I can do right now and be okay with that and do it well yeah um but yeah the, there's there's definite plans and it's it's going to be really exciting <laughs> but it might take me a little bit longer to get that sorted yeah I mean I think another um, element to it I think at the minute yeah 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 definitely and and one of my experiences that that I found kind of interesting in a sort of comparison pre-kids and then afterwards was like I was mentioning to you before the last bit of surfing that we did was last summer we were in Finisterre and we did uh, four days of lessons uh, a couple of hours of lessons on each day me yeah. and the kids and my, yeah, hus- brilliant. my husband was apparently uh, unteachable and he was fine going <laughs> off by himself and he just has bored anyway that was his opinion of himself so that was fine um, so I I was with the kids and um, the problem with that is that I spent a lot of the time coaching the kids and helping them to understand yeah. and reiterating what has the, the, the sort of advice that yeah. had been given and giving them confidence and hanging out with them making sure that they were safe and stuff like that so I spent a lot of my time yeah. checking in on them making sure that they were okay which of course I should do but yeah. it then meant that that two-hour lesson that I was paying for myself as a yeah, person yeah. and I was paying for each of them just meant that um it was uh, yeah, really, I probably spent about half an hour, probably 20 minutes yeah. actually doing something for myself and like trying to improve yeah. myself. And then every time I'd come in, I'd then see the kids and they'd be like, oh, mummy, mummy, I did this and I hurt that and I just stepped on the shell yeah. and then, you know, yeah. uh, watch me, yeah, watch they... me. And then you're like, yeah, but, you know, we're really in here for two hours. Watch, watch me, to get watch on. me, yeah. watch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> exactly. Um, no I, I understand, yeah, which is some, yeah. Go on, sorry, carry on. No, no, no. And I just think, it, it, uh, you know, in comparison to before when you were, before you had kids, where obviously you can be yeah. totally focused on yourself and now now you're just having to really share that time with them it would have been great to be with somebody teaching uh, having somebody teaching who understood what that meant like that sort of division of your attention and um all of the rest of it so that so that you you and also you know because I I wasn't you know the instructor was was great but he wasn't giving the kids like masses of confidence so I was a little bit worried about them so yes being out to knowing that I I was like right okay you've got this I'm off yeah 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 I can do this and and I trust that they've got this yeah so I've got plans as I understand that actually and how I could how I would work that one out definitely so um would be because the thing is I used well I used to teach with other schools and I worked I did kids clubs you know and so mm. I know the kids I, I know what you mean about not always being sure who they're mm. with and that kind of thing but you know they'll be all right and they'll they'll mm. as long as there's a good amount of instructors within that group they should be fine mm. so but then when you're there you're going to be thinking about them and then when you're there they're going to be thinking about you as well and there's you're not going to have that kind of that separation so there's like maybe the idea of having the two sessions going on and then the afternoon session you're, you're all together 
And so you get to enjoy that part of it as well. But you've also had your time. Yeah. Having your time and having that not out of your system, but like saying, yeah, I had my bit now. Now I can fully enjoy what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so lovely being in the water with them and occasionally catching a wave with one of them, like just a little bit like bodyboarding on it or something like that. And it was just so lovely seeing their little faces as they got sort of trashed by waves and then standing up and going, I'm all right. I'm fine. Everything's out. I loved it or whatever. Yeah. No, I used to love while I. I want to work like I said with um, young girls and stuff but I absolutely loved doing the kids club just for the pure excitement that you'd get from the kids like yeah it was great so yeah no I, I have have got pl- I've definitely got plans but I just remind myself I've got a 17 month old exactly. and I'm full time that and I'm doing it but yeah I think that's what makes yeah. it exciting that's what makes yonder really exciting I think um I'm in a good position to to be doing these things that I've, I've got these visions for so and I will very soon (laughs) and and do you think that that that's one of your big strengths like there's a lot of like your Morocco trip that you're doing in November sold out in like three minutes or something yeah do you think it's because um because you're in because you're so unique as as a instructor and and that your sort of level of understanding that you have about the, the 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 issues that girls might have about surfing and and the sort of things that people come up against with women come up against when it comes to surfing and 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 women really want to be taught in a really supportive environment rather than I mean there are tons of surf camps in Morocco right there's a lot to choose from so why do you think uh, people are super keen to get on a board with with um, getting on your surf camp rather than all of the other choices that they have yeah um it's a hard it's a hard one because I'm I feel like you well I should be able to answer this one I think um the reason why that one that particular one sold out so quickly I think is a lot of the girls who have gone on it have have been um coming to my lessons already and so obviously they know what my lessons are like and they know how ridiculously you don't like to blow your own trumpet here, oh, so this question's quite a hard one. Yeah. Um, I think it's not blowing my own. I'm just, it's my downfall sometimes. I'm just ridiculously conscientious. You know, I don't want to, I want to make sure that everyone is getting the best out of that that they can. Yeah. And that's why I, I have to keep them small because I want to make sure that I can, yeah. I can provide that. The other surf camps are like, I think you get like 25 people on them. Yeah. We're out there. We see there's loads of, loads of people on them mixed. I think, um, when I've actually spoken to, I have spoken to girls and said, look, I'm really interested in to, you know, what you see through yonder, what, what, what it is about what we're doing that makes you kind of come to us. Um, I guess I can give you like a little, a little story yeah, that yeah, might, yeah. might, might help. So one of the girls had said, so I think her husband's a, a surfer and I've surfed with him for, for years. He's a really, really good surfer. And she said that she, when she met him, you know, that was definitely one of the appeals. She wanted to go out surfing with him. She wanted to learn. She really, like, loved the idea of surfing. Um, she went out with him a few times and she just said she felt absolutely disheartened. He's a lovely guy, do not get me wrong. But, <laughs> again, classic. Took her, took her when the surf was perhaps good for him, but not necessarily good for a learner. Um, so she'd really lost her confidence and she felt like something she could never do. Um, he'd also bought her a few um what do you call it, vouchers for, for other surf schools so she had them she had vouchers for other surf schools but she just never 
wanted to um never took them off never wanted to do it never felt she said she wrote she said she thought she'd be laughed at now I'm not saying she would be I don't think for a minute she would be but no. that was the feeling that like I'll be laughed at because I, I can't do it I want and I think girls want to be good they want to be good straight yeah. away it's yeah. not nice especially as you get older I think when you're younger you can kind of you don't see it because you don't care as much it's yeah. just like I just want to do this whereas when you get older in anything it's like you want Everyone wants to bypass that learning stage and just be oh, good. And I think yeah. lads are a lot better at dealing with just getting out there and doing it. Whereas I think, um, yeah, often as as women, we want to want to be we want to be good at it, and we want to be we're perfectionists often as well. And mm-hmm. this is like feedback from other girls as well. I don't like really talking on behalf of of you know entire gender. But um, yeah, that was kind of the idea. And she said she felt like she'd be laughed at, that she wouldn't be able to kind of do as well as that she she'd like and she also kind of knew it would be one lesson and and that's it and the next time it might be somebody else you get a different instructor and if you do decide to go back yeah. and they yeah. know where you were at and what stage you were at and um and then she had a kid so he was like four months old um, and she found out about yonder and she just said she just contacted me straight away and she came like the next the ne- next kind of day on one of my sessions and she's come back ever, ever since she just constantly she loves it she's absolutely she's in all the time now and she's she's progressing she's definitely definitely progressing and she's just enjoying herself and she was dealing with all sorts of issues mental health issues all sorts of things that were stopping her from actually ah, reaching out and and now she's met a group of girls they hang out they do film nights together they oh, surf wow. together um so yeah i think i think it's just it's not just that first lesson and I think the girls who have come on that first camp they they know that because they're very much um yeah part of a part of that but it's not like it's like this little club you know the second camp I don't know how any of the girls come in and I'm really really excited about that as well and obviously they're seeing I I think and I hope that they're seeing that that's how we do things you Mm. know um so maybe that's it maybe yeah having another another lady another girl teaching them the fact that I'm keeping things small and um yeah we're able to offer the service like of Tom which I think is invaluable yeah um and then it's it's like a holistic this is how we were thinking of it today like it's a really holistic approach to surfing and I I kind of hope and I think that that's maybe what's being seen by by people and it is genuine it's like we're not just you know we're on Instagram because Instagram's a great platform for sharing information but when you know we're we are doing what we're you know we're showing we're doing we're actually doing it and, and uh, yeah yeah yeah. I, I, yeah I completely see that and I think that really comes across to the, the way you communicate it and I think the other thing is what we often see is images of young girls um, who yeah. are maybe like super fit or um, yeah. uh, you know wearing swimsuits or bikinis or something like that and surfing that in that way and you you just can't relate and you're yes. looking at them and thinking, oh my God, but I don't look like that. And they look like they could paddle super hard. So they're, of course they're going to be able to improve and get on it. But I, that's not how I feel and that's not how I look. And, yes. and oh, clearly surfing's not for me, therefore. And so I guess one of the things that you have is is because surfing in Northumberland is definitely <laughs> wetsuits on. Um, <laughs> a little bit yeah. colder water and, and much more realistic right so everything yeah. that you that you show and talk about is like uh yeah it's chilly 
you know we're yeah. all in big wetsuits we've got hoods on we've got booties we've um we have to help each other out of them and it's quite funny and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah it's yeah, not it's not your nose and uh hair yes. hair pretty wild yeah <laughs> yeah definitely and i'm i'm really really pleased and proud that i'm getting women from all different like different ages like my um, backgrounds and in everything yeah it's yeah. you know we've got the sisters of the north sea going i was like we've got to take portraits of everyone that's coming because you know brilliant and and we get them straight out of the water and you can just see that kind of the wild buzz but yeah there's definitely no uh definitely no bikinis and which is you know there's they're fine and they have their purpose and <laughs> yeah. not, not necessarily where we are yeah <laughs> um and uh like do you have you come across many female surf instructors is is that something that's quite rare and in yeah. your sort of understanding, do you know why there are a lot less surf and female surf instructors? Um, I wonder if in the north, the northeast, uh, I, I do feel I sometimes I see on like online sometimes, obviously like down in Cornwall, and I see the snippet of maybe there is one as an instructor down there, and I, I'm sure I'm sure there are there are obviously there are mm. uh, female surf instructors, but. Um, yeah, like I said, I've spent a long time surfing up here and not really with many other girls. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think it's maybe something that will start changing over time up here. But, yeah, it's not really a thing. There are, there are definitely a couple of us um, instructors up here. But, um, yeah, surf just a bit... Yeah, we're quite few and far between. Yeah. Few and far between. And, and, and definitely not running your own school. No, um, no exactly and do you think that's that's because it's just uh you know th those girls who do surf well are good enough potentially to instruct just want to concentrate on themselves they just happen to be not uh not wanting to instruct that's kind of all it is yeah yeah no i don't know so i've got um there's a good friend down in Saltburn, Emma Tweddle. She surfs and she surfs really well, but she, you know, she's a graphic designer, so she's doing graphic design work. Right, That's yeah. what she wants to do. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I'll, there's few and far between up here. That's for sure. Mm. I think people are just doing their own thing. Um, yeah, that's not necessarily around surfing instructing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like I was working in a school and I was really happy being a, a mentor in a school, but I, I just. I've always wanted to, I like teaching, I like mentoring, I yeah, love that. Yeah, so it's it, your it thing me anyway. With, uh, yeah, and the fact I love surfing, mm. yeah, yeah, it just kind of all seemed to come together and absolutely make sense for me that I would, I would do it, but mm. I wonder if, though, actually it's a confidence thing as well, like, I mean, it took me a long time to, to decide I could, I should be and could be a surf instructor, mm. I, it took me to be, feel like I was at a certain level before I would I'd even consider it. And even when I did, I was like, oh, you know, am I good enough to be a surf instructor? Should I should I go for this? Um, because I had so much respect for the existing surf instructors around where we were. A lot of them have moved on now. But, you know, they're, they're the big names up here, the surf uh -huh. instructors. Yeah. And um, I want to, you know, you kind of want to step into that world yeah. lightly and just be like, oh, I can surf, I can obviously instruct. It's not really like that. You know, you have to go through a whole... The whole process and you have to get you know be able to surf a certain way and do certain maneuvers and then you have to become uh pass your lifeguard qualification which is um pretty hard in itself so yeah right, there's yeah. just it's yeah. just certain things and i just yeah you just don't i think you don't take it lightly and i think because we haven't got many girls surfing up here we're not going to have the instructors up here yeah. yet but I, i'm sure down in like cornwall and devon there's 
there must be loads more. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. but still definitely nowhere near the numbers of the male surf instructors. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. No, 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 not even on a level. No, no not at all. No. Um, and so uh, do you have any sort of particular um, women or people or uh, people that you follow or sort of books or, or films or whatever that have particularly inspired you in the work and the way that you work? Ah, okay, right. Um, I think mm, that's a good question. Um, so films are people that have inspired me. I think, sadly, a lot of the... I, a lot of the people initially that have inspired me haven't haven't been women. That's not because I'm not inspired by women. I guess as well, like I'm I'm the funny one, and Tom always says I am. Like I'm I don't spend much time on the internet, or you know, I'm, I've I had a Nokia phone before I became a surf instructor. I didn't really I didn't have I didn't do anything, you know. I never was had an account or anything, and everyone would kind of laugh at me and call me technophobe. So, <laughs> so like you know, you know, I don't really follow stuff or do stuff. I just kind of do and then I get told Sally sort yourself out like take a picture of that or do this and like put that on and so Thomas Campbell films and uh-huh, um, yeah. the seedling sprout present I love that that style of surfing I think that's something else that's a, perhaps a little bit different about yonder and what we do like we you know I, I surf my single fins it's getting a bit more complicated now with where yeah, we're going yeah. with stuff but I surf my single fins it's like a, a different style of surfing twin yeah. fins and like your thrusters the 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 short board three fin setup that like go carving up from waves yeah. and you know i'm a lot more like flowy i think leah dawson though she's someone who's like um kind of like becoming really really big now in the past few years and she's a great advocate for female surfing you know proper have you come across leah dawson no no oh, i haven't is she, oh. is she american or um... she is american yeah um but she's just she's just doing surfing for herself surfing her own style completely um not completely different to what other people do i, I recognize that style as something that i've watched mm. kind of watched as I've, I've been going through my surfing experience and stuff as well and it's 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 just not the competi- competition style surfing that you see yeah. that wins points in competitions it's yeah. just like doing it for yourself she calls it more like obviously you get the long body where you're dancing on the board mm. you're walking on the board you're so there's that element to it as well but it's just more being loose and going with the wave so a lot of the uh the like the people that have inspired me have been more like that kind of surfing the kind yeah. of punk rock punk rockers of the surf world yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than you know they're, they're following their own path um a little bit more. I also say to a lot of the girls, there's a guy called George Greeno, like a very old school surfer from back in like the 70s, who just kneeboarded all the time because quite a few of the girls can't um, get up onto their, their yeah. feet because it's like the hips have kicked in now, like yeah. we're struggling and swinging that foot through is just really hard. And I try to say to everyone that comes at the very beginning, like surfing is not just about standing up. Like, it, you know, there's some places you can go and they'll, you know, just stand up on a board and they'll push you and that's it. You'll be stood, you know, go for it. But it's about the paddling and that, that even that bodyboarding is just enjoying it and just being in the water and yeah. even, you know, just, just being out there and sat on your board. But also if you can't get onto your feet, there's these incredible surfers that have shaped like surfing history that have sat on their, you know, stayed on their knees. So this George Greener that I'm talking about, he, he was, he kneeboarded because he wanted to get so like small in the in like the pocket. He wanted to be in every single barrel that he could possibly wow. get in that he thought, well, I just want to stay as low as possible and I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand up. But he helped kind of shape, shape like um, the shortboard style of surfing. But he stayed on his knees, you know. And I said to a lot of the girls, if you can get onto your knees, just enjoy Go that ride. Yeah, really yeah. enjoy it. Don't worry. 
about beating yourself up about standing up like you know your surfing's what you you make it it's the whole kind of thing don't don't worry so yeah I'm I, absolutely terrible with no, like no. famous people's names no, and I think <laughs> I think we also need to give a good shout out to the really good independent surf magazines like surf girl mag which you yeah. were in a couple of uh, episodes that's not right yeah articles they, they articles, yeah they give us yeah. the opportunity to write some articles which is great but, yeah but what I absolutely love you know a female editorial the entire yeah. team like when you look at it in comparison to uh carve or something like that yeah. the, the difference in the gaze is so clear like the stories yeah, oh, absolutely are yeah. about people they're sort of getting into the heart of why they're surfing, like how they how they do it, what it means to them, why it feels so good, what like the community bit that they're part of, like yeah. everything that it means. And in comparison to this guy is totally rad, and look how awesome yeah. he is with his uh, yeah. this yeah. particular board <laughs> and all his sponsorship and blah blah blah. It's like yeah. Um, there are pictures of girls surfing in the rain and surfing in wetsuits yeah. and, and it doesn't make any difference what they're wearing. There's, yeah. there's you know, the stories are still so uh, brilliant. And, and there's another couple of ones I'm trying to remember. There's the one in America that's published as well, but Surf Girl Magazine. Oh, yeah, it's Sea uh, Movement or something, isn't yeah. it? Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Sea Together Movement, that's see what they're together, called. Yeah, that's yeah, it. they're great, um, yeah. Um, but again, like both of them, I know Surf Girl Mag is also sponsored by uh, Billabong or Roxy or whoever it is, but they mm-hmm. are, they seem to be pretty independent. They, they're they sort of really doing it the way that they want to do it rather than being dragged down the line of everything has to show people being awesome and and so that more people will buy the stuff that's on the pages, yeah. right? Yeah, they're often at the mercy of the sponsors, uh, a lot of the magazines out there. Yeah, so no, they do. They definitely do. I mean, that's another another kind of thing in itself. I got a message from from my friend Emma the other day saying, have you seen the new, I think I'm, I'm going to say Roxy, uh, maybe I shouldn't say it, but yeah. I think it was Roxy. Have we you seen the new Roxy advert? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? I said, no. Do I want to? She goes, no, pal. Don't bother. <laughs> and I had a look and I was like, oh, God, what are you doing, honestly? Oh, but yeah. So, yeah, no, it's. Um, but I think I think that's probably why I'm all right. I just say I just don't bother even looking at it. I just yeah. it's just not a world that I get involved in. You know, we just go. We just, I love surfing. I go out and surf and don't don't really engage with it but I think it is it is because and maybe maybe through like being with Tom and us both being more interested in that kind of we grew up in listening to punk rock you know we've always been into DIY I used to put on gigs when I was I was younger but it'd be you know local bands from Leeds and Bradford and Sheffield and yeah it was like that level of like you said the independence that we are, I've always yeah. kind of focused on the reason why I do my own t-shirts now is like we've always done our own t-shirts our friends have always done band t-shirts yeah. our house is full of like t-shirts that are made by your friends and designed by your friends and I was like well I'm not going to be any different when I do do things through yonder I want to produce something that I want to wear or like do you know do you know what I mean yeah, and, yeah. and that's the people that we've always followed I guess are the the underdogs in in the surfing world mm. but they're 
So doing something that's not, it's just a little bit different. I just wish I could give you a few more names. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh I think God. we should just throw Eastky Britain in there just for, just for the sake of throwing in the name of a, of a woman who's yeah. really advanced the way that a lot of people think about water and the effect that water can have on people. But we can, uh, I'm sure I've talked about her quite a few times before as well, because I think she's amazing. Um, uh, I missed that. I missed that. I who you said then, sorry. Eastky Britain. Oh, Eastky Britain, of course. Yeah, and no, she's doing great stuff, absolutely, over in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah I see Sophie Helios, um, definitely. I mean, she used to be sponsored, I think, and yeah. has gone through all that, and she talks about that and the pros and the cons of, of being sponsored by her, you know, whoever. I, mean, I think it was Roxy, wasn't it? Mm. And now she's doing, yes, like, seems to be good things. But, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, for we're, you, we're just the feel of it and just getting on with what you what you yeah. do and what what feels right to you. And yeah, I think we've I think we've been in the northeast as well. We have always felt like not not we separate ourselves off. It's just the different. It's just different. We're just you know we there's no there's no surf shops up here selling boards. Um, mm. I mean there is a little local one, sorry, but they're not like selling all the. You come down to Cornwall and you come down to Devon and you see all these like mm. surf shops and everyone looks like surfers, you know, mm. where we live, every surf is like a, a, a plumber or a, <laughs> it's just a bit different, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, thank you. That was uh, really lovely to chat to you. I think it's so clear how, um, how passionate you are about like, what you want to teach women and what you want to talk to them and get across to them about how brilliant surfing is and how empowering it can be and all of the the sort of the the ways that you the ways that you work and and I think we can really hear how inspired you are about what you work as the ways that you work and also the sort of really normal trials and tribulations that you've been through trying to work out how to work with a baby a toddler yeah and so and the sort of the juggle and the sacrifice and things like that and I think um you know that was, that was really interesting to hear that so thank you so much for, for being really honest and being you know bringing the ev everything that's really you to the conversation because oh. I think that's really inspiring for people to hear so oh, thanks so that. much for taking the time <laughs> as Sally for everyone who has been wandering around the Tesco's car park <laughs> for the last hour <laughs> So thanks very much for that as well. <laughs> we just done our big shop, and uh, I was just like, right, yeah, I'm in Tesco's car park. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, that's how glamorous surfing is. It? Surfing yeah, is yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks so much, Sally. You have a brilliant time at the camp this Thank weekend. You. I know everyone's going to have an awesome time with you. So okay. hopefully, catch up soon. Yeah, thank you. We'll get you on a, a camp soon oh, with your kids as well. Yeah, All right definitely. then, thanks Bye. a lot. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do remember to check out the show notes and rate and review the episode. Hop on over to Instagram as well at love underscore movement underscore Sussex to let me know what you think and any comments or feedback you have. I always love to hear from you. Join us next time to hear from a new brilliant guest.